Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Bat Bands. It's season 3, episode 32, where, where we're talking all things WA Domestic Sports Weekly Wrap. Uh, today's podcast is proudly supported by the team of Matt and Anna at Roller Games and the Mad 24 Games. And they're kicking big bags of gold, making turnovers at critical times and changing ways what is delivered one game at a time. That's what this new AFL-inspired board game is all about. Now you can find them on at Roller Games on Instagram. Roller Games on Facebook and rollergames.com.au, that's R-O-L-L-A, to find out a bit more about them, but more importantly, to get your hands on a mad for footy board game for you and the family. Uh, we're not going to pull any punches here. Let's get straight into our Western Force men, and let's talk a bit of Super Rugby Pacific. Now the team does have a nice run heading uh, heading home with five of their final eight games played at HBF Park. And of course, uh, one of those was already away and the next one is away too. So um, a nice long stretch of home games, which is good for them. But unfortunately, in the short term, it doesn't help them. Uh, they had another loss in a tough night for the lads going down 16-36 to the New South Wales Waratahs. Uh, they gave up 58% territory, 13-7 to turnovers conceded. And they were only able to generate two tries to five. Uh, it was sort of a bit misleading, however, as the force had 64% percent, percent possession in the second half, uh, but only 36% in the first half. Uh, where they also had 28% territory in the first half, which means the Waratahs had 72%, which is just not enough to really build any kind of pressure on the opposition. And that 72% territory for the Waratahs resulted in four tries before the force could even really fire a shot or know that the game had even started. Uh, Weirdly, however, both teams had 112 carries. Uh, The Tars only had one more defender beaten. Um, uh, The force had one more missed tackle. Uh, There was one less line out one. And same for the scrum lost. Uh, they did have 58 less metres run and six less clean breaks, so three to nine. However, most of these stats would show and lead to a reasonably even game and scoreline, but the damage was done and made in the first half, uh, certainly. And that reflects in the six to 22 first half compared to a 10 to 14 fight back in the second half. And that was indicative of two individual pieces of brilliance from wingers Manasa Matae and uh, Zach Kibridge. Uh, you do need to check those tries out on YouTube uh, when you get a chance, or um, also their Facebook page um, had, I think, Zach's up there. I don't think a Manassas was there. Uh, just a terrific try. Supreme individual efforts, and um, in particular, Zach Kibridge's. Um, that's, you know, in the realms and mark of uh, try of the year, just instrumental. The, our force, however, as a result of the loss, they've dropped a second last, and the next will play the return bout against the Highlanders on Saturday evening uh, at HBF Park in what will be their first game back home in four games, and it's an opportunity to snap their losing run. So yeah, fingers crossed they can get a W, or at least be a little bit more competitive. Even Coach Simon Cron uh, came out and said that that was their worst game of the season. So I know that the stats probably tell a different story, but he's looking at from a holistic point of view, and uh, yeah, he wasn't happy with with what he saw. So if they can bounce back and have a better outing. All right, let's head to the hard court. Let's talk about Suncorp Super Netball, and of course that means some West Coast fever. To pass is Ariang with the interception. That's a massive play from the Diamonds goal defence. And if they can drain this, well, that's going to be oh. an exclamation point, isn't it? 
Well, that's why she's in the side. Firstly, Ariang with the interception. And then it was all finished off by Sasha Glasgow. Drains a super shot and it's... They're starting last week for the team. It was actually a run of four of the next five fixtures being away uh, with their next no home game not until April 23, uh, followed by two more away fixtures. It's really crunch time for the club, but also a golden opportunity to, to set their whole season up. And just quickly before we get to the game, uh, Janelle Fowler, she's sitting at 220 from 223 for the season after four rounds at an astonishing 98.6% accuracy. Um, just incredible. Um, she's the star of the competition. And it's now 5-0 for the West Coast Fever as they defeated and held on in the end against the Queensland Firebirds 73-71. to uh, They jump out jumped out of the blocks remarkably, winning the first turn by 10 and the second turn by 3 to have a half-time lead of 13, uh, only to succumb in terms 3 and 4 by 6 and 5 goals, respectively. Uh, they just hold on to edge out a fast-finishing Firebirds outfit um, that sort of... And they, they kept themselves at the top of the table as a result. And just breaking the game down a bit more, it was uh, 10 to 4 general play turnovers from the Firebirds that really gave the Fever plenty of extra ball and scoring shots in that first half. But from an overall t stats perspective, it was quite even. Uh, gains were 10 apiece. Uh, rebounds, uh, the Firebirds had 3 to 1. The defensive rebounds, so that were the offensive ones that we just spoke about. Our defensive rebounds were three all. Intercepts, one more to the Firebirds. Deflections, two more to the Fever. Penalties, uh, two more to the Firebirds. Obstruction, two more to the Fever. So it was pretty even across the board. Uh, the super shot was, was pretty instrumental for the Firebirds. They were 9 of 14 at 64%, whereas Perth, uh, sorry, West Coast Fever, should we say, uh, who are not normally a super shot team, they were 3 of 7 at 43%. So, but of course, um, the the big difference there in goals was a 53 of 58, 91% for the Firebirds, uh, up against, of course, 67 of 71, 94% for the West Coast Fever. So, you know, they make their one one goal shots count, essentially. And to the individual player stats, here, here were the ones that really stood out. Um, of course, Janiel Fowler, 60 of 61. Sasha Glasgow had 5 of 5 and 3 of 6 from the Super Shop, so 50% not too bad. Sasha also had 19 assists and 22 feeds. Alice Teague Neal also had 24 assists and 35 feeds herself. And from a defensive side of things, Courtney Brees had 5 deflections. Uh, Rudy, Rudy Ellis had 4 uh, intercepts. Sunday Ariang had two herself, and Gaines Courtney Bruce had five. So, yep, business as usual. Um, those stats won't surprise anyone at all. And as we said, Janelle, she was added again. A terrific shooting night of 60 of 61 goals. And they're now sitting six points clear of the Adelaide Thunderbirds, who they coincidentally play at home uh, this coming weekend before two consecutive away games. So yet another crunch clash ahead of them, but they're, they're taking all in front of them. Five from five. No doubt it will come to an end soon. It could be this weekend, but hopefully not, especially in front of the Green Army. So if you're a West Coast Fever supporter, if you love your netball, get on down to the RAC Arena uh, to make sure you cheer, support, and hopefully send them to a six straight win. But we're going to leave it there for the Fever. Let's now head back to the Force. But this time, let's talk a little bit of Western Force women. That, I think. And the Western Force, through an error, back in possession, and Clough will have a go at picking and driving. Seven metres away, the Western Force in a great spot. Stevens is next. Fell sends it out, Lennington. 
It was back-to-back wins for the women, and their first on home soil, as they triumphed 23-10 over the third-place Fijian Drua. Excuse me, the game was on a nice edge at 10-all going into the main break, before having a strong end and a final 40 minutes, winning the half 13-0. That end uh, that has actually led them to jump up to be one point out of a semi-final spot in fourth. Now to the stats, they had 64% possession, 66% territory, and they only conceded 11 up against Fiji and Drew's 24 penalties. Our experienced Wallaroo Michaela Leonard was exemplary in executing a set piece. Ashley Knight was a line machine and workhorse, uh, listing pressure and forcing it forward through several phases, whilst Leah Miles continues to use her small frame to her advantage to sneak through gaps and get her body in a great position to turn it over at the breakdown. Now a red card in the back portion of the first half to a Fijian draw player over two separate incidents certainly gave the impetus to the force to run over the top of the draw women, in addition to giving away unnecessary penalty penalties through undisciplined play. Uh, Of course, uh, that led to another yellow card with a force able to play against only 13 on the field in the final 20. So, you know, as I said, gave them more momentum, uh, extra players, which they absolutely made the most of, which led to the 13-0 second half uh, you know, mauling. Tries went to Matae, Miles, and Tipa. Now, next, the Western Force play the Brumbies, uh, who await them in a HBF Park contest, who are below them. And it's another opportunity to build momentum and strike another win if they can continue with. And quoting head coach Matt Hodgson, uh, three simple words of aggressive, controlling, and consistent. So here's to hoping they can continue on with this. But a great win from the ladies, and let's see what they can do next week. Um. Glory, glory, bad glory. Glory, glory, bad glory. Glory, glory, bad glory. Our boys are marching on. Our boys will strike. For the glory, it was almost the worst possible scenario for the team as they were walloped 4 1 giving way to Sydney and are now four points off the top six and running out of time to chasing those points down. Uh, This was a serious backwards step in their hunt to make the finals. Uh, They also dropped to ninth, letting two teams jump one point ahead of them, such as the tightness and log jam from fifth to 11th. Now to the game at hand, let's break it down a bit more. Uh, They were one all going into halftime before conceding in the 51st, 62nd and 72nd minute. And not cracking goals, just sort of lapses in concentration and a breakdown in defence. Whilst the possession was at 50%, the rest of the stats were well in favour of the home team Sydney FC. Goal attempts were 7-20 for the glory uh, three to nine shots on goal, three to eight shots off goal. But what was unusual? The Glory had five more attacks, so you know, uh, time in their front third, and two more dangerous attacks. So they just didn't seem to do enough with it, or you know, really execute in the final third. Uh, summing it up, let's sort of leave it to Coach Ruben Zagovic, uh, where he said. Well, they, Sydney FC, have a star set of front line and we knew what their threats were. Uh, we just didn't deal with it well enough tonight. I'd say it was a little lack of understanding and a little bit of naivety in moments. But at the end of the day, we were beaten by the better of the team. Our first half, I thought we played ourselves back into the game and in patches we held our own. But to start the second half so poorly on the back foot and concede such a soft goal, uh, that really gave Sydney the ascendancy. And I don't think we really recovered from that situation. I haven't looked at the table, but at home we've been very good this year. Well, we see a club that is still a lot of moving parts and a lot of changes in this period. So, yeah, uh, well summed up by Ruben. Um, you know, they, they were in the mix in the first half, 
but to concede, you know, so early with a bit of a soft goal, uh, to, to be honest, and in all fairness, um, you know, uh, they, they sort of just fell away a little bit after that, unfortunately. Now, they will play Adelaide United in a home clash to try and regain any form of momentum that they lost in the loss to Sydney, uh, with the only saving grace being their final two outings of the season are at home at HBF Park. So, obviously... Obviously, we know how you know how they started the season with so many games on the road. Now it's coming back to them, but uh, is it too little, too late? Uh, slim hope and chance of clawing their way into the top six, as their finals hopes are very much on life support. So we'll see what happens with them and what they can do, uh, you know, with their two home games. Uh, but we're going to leave it now for the Perth Glory, and uh, hopefully, looking forward to touching base with them next week with some positive news that they're still in the hunt. All right, that's it. We're done. We're dusted. It is the end of another episode. It was season three, episode 32, where the glory's slim chances of making it to the top six are hanging by the barest of threads. Back-to-back wins for our force women and uh, another home game ahead to try to make it three on the trot and push for a top four spot. Uh, the West Coast Fever, just undeniable and uh, unstoppable at the moment. 5-0 and looking for a six. And uh, the Western Force men, just a little bit. Well, not a little bit. They're a lot off, uh, off what Simon Cron is wanting. But, of course, new coach, you know, uh, five or six games in, understand that uh, it's going to be hard. Everyone's adjusting, growing pains, all those kinds of things. But hopefully they can put up a better outing up against the Highlanders on Saturday evening. So if you're a Force uh, if you're a Force fan, uh, see a blue, get on down to HBF Park and support your team. But from a bat, bat, bat banter perspective, if you haven't already, don't forget to like, subscribe. Leave a rating and leave a review on your favourite podcasting platform, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram. And whether you're listening in the morning, the afternoon or the evening, it's been an absolute privilege and a joy to have you on board. And uh, from Adam Bat, yours truly, and the whole team at Bat Banter, we look forward to touching base with you and all of our WA teams on the domestic supporting scene. But I'm out for now.